everyone follows the Greyhound leader. RSN 927. Now on winners, time for the weekly Greyhound preview. And we're now having a look at the meeting tonight at Sandown. Joining us is Sandown's own Jason Adams. How are you, Jase? Good morning, Nazem. Well, and look, all eyes on tonight's meeting. I think with, with some meetings that at this time of the year, you get some thin ones, you get some strong ones, but I really do think this is a, a strong one tonight. It's a really good city-class meeting to sink our teeth into and, of course, highlighted as well by the Battle of the Brothers with Tornado Tears and Rip and Sam. They go head-to-head uh, after race number three tonight. OK, well, let's look at race one, 5.15 metre race, take out nine and ten. And uh, having a look to see uh, the betting, we've got number one, Flying Smart at four, uh, Borbsky Bar 420, uh, Go Get em Bingo 330, six for Manny Allen and Sustain the Rage at 7.50. A mixing seven to open the night for some of the youngsters on their way up. Of going number one, the Flying Smart, where on paper in the form guide, it does say it's his first start here at the track, but we know that's not the case. He had a speed star trial um, last Sunday where he went 29.75. And I do think he is capable of a little bit better than that. His two wins that he has had at Warrigal, I think he's shown a really good turn of foot. So I think he's going to get every chance uh, to put his best paw forward from box number one. Second number two, Abertsky Bar, who's still very, very young. I think we can look at his form and, and think he's really uh, nearing taking that next step. But I've got to remember, he still doesn't turn two until November. So he's still got um, some improvement ahead of him. And from his uh, 10 starts that he's had from inside draws, he's missed the placings just once. So he always runs a good race from these sort of draws. Third number four, go get him, Bingo. The WA bred chaser has come through a maiden uh, series at Shepherd, and just think he, he looks like he's got a, a bit of talent about him. But this is a big step up uh, from a, from a maiden series at Shepherd to a Thursday night Metro meeting. And fourth number six, Manny Allen, who's at the one start for one win at Warrigal. Thought he was good there. He really mustered good speed, but I think he's going to he's going to really have to overcome some pressure that's coming from box number eight to stay in the rage. She will want to get to the fence early. So race one, I've gone one, two, four, and six. One from two, four, six. Now looking at the second race, you can take out nine and ten. One Cisco done at five fifty. Two Watercolor at three thirty. We own a Bond at three seventy. Power to win at six fifty. Scottitz at five and nine dollars for Little Big Town. Going number three, we own a bond. Just think his last start here, I thought he was a, a good each-way chance, but looking back on the replay last night, we just put a line through that run. He came out okay, but then got crunched uh, and stumbled a little bit. So his race is over then, but I think, again, here he gets just as good a chance to win this race, and he's got speed where there's not a lot of it here. Uh, so if he does find the front, it's going to be all up to him about how far he takes it. Second number seven, that little big town, who's at the one start here, uh, at Sandown, she spent a lot of her career racing in New South Wales. I thought in her start here, she was a little bit stiff. She was taken out early, but then she backed up with a really good win at Geelong, where I thought she showed a really uh, good acceleration when she, once she was able to balance up. So I think tonight, if she does get that room to really get going, she could run a good race at good odds. Third number two, a watercolour, who's always thereabouts. He's consistent as they get. I think he goes better from inside draws too. So he's got that with box two tonight. And fourth, number five, is Scottett, who's an interesting runner. She's spent a lot of her racing on the short course, but she's now in the kennel of Glenn Dayton. I know he's a good operator, so he wouldn't be bringing her uh, to San Ana on Thursday night if, she, if he didn't think she was capable. So three, seven, two, and five in the second. Three, seven, two, five, race two. Race three, take out nine and ten. We've got one vital force at four. 7.50 poise, 3.20 for Zipping Dancer, $5 for uh, Panadero King, and 4.40 for McNeo. 
I've got my number three is zipping at Dancer here. I just think now she's got a handful of starts over the 500. She's really starting to mature and get a little bit stronger. We know she's got great early speed, and I think tonight there's not a lot of pace on her inside or out. So she's going to get that room to accelerate, and we have seen her go 499 to the first split here, which is just really, really quick. Second number five at Lila's Way, who's a prominent place dog. She's often running a good race. I just think she doesn't really win often enough to, to really demand uh, being tipped on top here. Third number one, a vital fourth. I think he's drawn well. He does have some speed and probably will hold his position on the rail. It's, it's, just, a fa- it's just a matter of uh, what those ones on his outside are going to do and how much pressure they'll have on him. And fourth number four, Mars Rising, who over his career, he's, he's threatened in a lot of his races and most of the time he goes around, he's got back me next start written all over him. This runs too many of them for mine. So race three, I've gone three, five, one and four. Three from five, one and four. Uh, we then go over to uh, the, of course, the Battle of the Brothers, uh, which we need to talk a little bit about. This is a, a wonderful uh, concept over the 595. Yeah, this is going to be exceptional, of course. This is something that I guess the fans have been demanding for many months, ever since they started their battles for the Sandown Cup and then more recently uh, the National Distance, it's quite clear that they are the two best days in the land and probably some of the best two that we've seen in recent years. They're going to go one-on-one. It's been a long time coming. It is going to be over the 595 metres, so I think that's probably going to more suit Tornado Tears. We know how good he can be over all distances. I think tonight he probably should lead. If Ripon Sands going to get close enough, I think it's going to be uh, closer than what most people think, but in the head-to-heads that they have met in races, uh, Tornado Tears is up seven zip. But I think the factor here, with them going one-on-one, Rip and Sand's got six less, less dogs uh, to navigate through. So I think it's going to be closer than most people think. But I think Tornado Tears will get the better of Rip and Sam. If you want to watch this Battle of the Brothers, it's going to be on Sky 1 at 10 past 7. And, of course, live on RSN as well. It's going to be a big occasion. This is going to be exciting. There's a lot of talk about it. I'm really, seeing, really keen to see how it plays out. Yes, definitely. Well, let's have a look at race number four. This is over the 5.95. Takeout runners 9 and 10. Market has one. Lottie Glender at 5.50. 2.70 Cisco Ride. 5.4 Misty Meadows. 5 also Shiny Bright. And 7.54 uh, B. Gerano. This is a final here where they qualified through heats last Thursday night. And the fastest heat winner is the one who I've got on top. That's number four. Cisco Wright, I thought he was good winning in 34-37. The time, it, he didn't run the hands off the clock, but I think in a race like this, it's certainly a time that uh, will win the race if he if he does what he did last week. And that's begin well, uh, command the race out in front. I think he can do that tonight. If he does it again, I think it's going to take a big effort from some ladies to knock him off. Second, number five, Misty Meadows, who's got a bit of class. I thought her form from these sort of draws isn't too bad. And if Cisco Wright is the lead, uh, her best goes to follow him through the first turn. Third, number seven, Bajano, who takes a little bit to get going. He's one of the stronger types in the race. Just think he's relying on luck for, for most of it here. And fourth, number two, Light the Track, who's an honest chaser. It doesn't have any brilliant qualities about him, but just keeps ticking the legs over. Um, this is probably a race where you can run a place at good odds. So race four, I've gone four, five, seven, and two. Four from five, seven, two in race four. Uh, we look at race number five, and here you can take out runners six and nine. We've got number one, Dinah Carney at 250. Destini Cavalier at eight, four forty for Art Nouveau. Uh, Dinah Yezer is at nine dollars, three fifty for Black In Parlour. Yeah, the first leg of a really strong quaddy. I've gone with number one, Dinah Carney. Just thought he was very good last start behind Zara's entity. He went thirty four twenty one, although running second. And that's the sort of time I don't think many of these can match. So if he gets it all his own way, uh, runs that time, I think he will be the winner. 
if there's a concern I do have, he does like to use the middle of the track. So, but from box one, he will want to shift off at some stage. Uh, just hope he's got the room to do that. Second number two, Destiny Cavalier, steps back up to the 595, where I think he's probably uh, better suited. We saw him uh, in early August where he ran third behind Ella Enchanted. Thought that was a really good run. So he showed he's capable of, of performing well over this trip. Third number eight, Black Impala. Look, he can go 34-40, but I just think from the draw, he's going to have to be faultless out because if he if he isn't faultless out, then he's going to have to he's going to find a bit of bother in his inner. It's going to take a bit of work to to really overcome him uh, through the pen. And fourth number four, Hazelwood Flyer, of course, ran second to his kennel mate Neo Cleo at Terrelgan uh, over the weekend, who ran a track record. So uh, look, he, he got beaten 11 lengths, and I think that's more underlines the performance of Neo Cleo. I think here tonight he cannot find himself too far back because it's going to be very hard to run some of these down. So I've gone 1, 2, 8 and 4 in race 5. 1, 2, 8, 4, race 5. We look at race 6, take out 7 and 10. One Diner was there at 210. 280 there for Benali. Uh, Big Bang Tears is at $5. This is a, a ripping race. I know it says mix 4 or 5 here in the form, guy, but with some of these runners... It could be a group race. I've gone number one at Dinah Wazara's thought since he stepped up in his last three starts to this middle distance. He's been faultless. Although he hasn't won, he's been second to some really talented types, including Aller Enchanted, Ash Star, Gateway to Eden. The times he has been running uh, on paper should be re- winning those races, but he's just, he's just can't come up against the wrong few. I think tonight he gets another chance. He's, he's undefeated uh, apart from one from box number one. So I can see him leading. Just a matter of what the likes of these other ones do, including the one I've got for second, number six. Big Bang Tears, who dropped back to 500 metres along his last two starts. But he steps up again to a distance where I think he's much suited. Just a matter of whether he's going to time the start. Third, number four, Benali. We know his best is, is very, very good, but he's a little bit inconsistent once the lids open up. And fourth, number eight, Gateway to Eden, who's been huge in his last couple at the Meadows, took out a, a grade five final there on Saturday night in, in really good fashion. He's a power runner, so he's not going to get out too well, but he mid-race is where he really turns up the heat. So race six, I've gone one, six, four, and eight. One, six, four, and eight. Now the sevens. Um, here we've got number one, Alabar at two, 440 Emerald Rainbow, Federal Lily at 8.50, uh, down to My Blue Day at 5.50, and Mapunga Bellas at seven. It's going to be very interesting to see the way this race plays out. I've gone number one, Alabar, I thought he was very good last week when he won in 29.51, where he found himself in a little bit of an awkward position uh, heading to the first term, but I thought he navigated himself really well uh, and proved the better. His strength was certainly something that stood out. Now, the key to his race here is the two on his outside, Emerald Rainbow and Federal Lily, they've got high early speed. So hopefully for him, um, he can sit behind them and there will be room for him to get a saloon run on the rail. If he does, I think he's going to be very strong and very hard to beat, especially on that win last week where he went 29.51. Second number two, Emerald Rainbow. We just mentioned he's got faultless early speed. Thought he's been better over over 500 metres in his last couple. Um, but whether he can match Alibar and the run to the line, we'll find out. Third number three, Federal Lily. Again, like Emerald Rainbow, got high speed. Just don't think she's got enough to run a winning time against those two on her inner. And fourth, number five, Milky Jones. who's a powerful sprinter. He's probably one of the fastest dogs in this race, but the draws uh, certainly don't do him any favours, especially with so much speed on his inside. So race seven, I've gone one, two, three, and five. One from two, three, and five. We go to race number eight, and we've got number one, Miriam, at 270. Two Shadale at 650, 650 slingshot hammer. Uh, then you're down to 290 for Poke the Bear. 
similar story in this race to what we saw the last with Alabar, and I'm talking about number one, Miriam, who where I've got her on top, and what I think is going to happen here, I think Shadale on, on, on her outside, I should say, we know he's got a little bit of speed, but he likes to shift off the tracks. There's going to be plenty of room on the rail for Miriam. I thought last week she was very good. I thought she was off for a little bit uh, leading up to that run last week, but she really returned to her best. We know she's so strong. So it doesn't have a lot of early speed, but I do think with Shadale shifting off a little bit, there is going to be room for her, and if she does settle close to the front, uh, again, we know how strong she is. She's going to be very hard to hold out in the run to the line. Second number seven, a poker bear who's been just brilliant. His last uh, two free-for-all wins, the most recent of those in the Meadows on Saturday night, it was just an elite win. It was just so powerful. He, he was just so professional. I think here uh, from box seven, instead of making his own luck, he's going to have to rely on a little bit here because he doesn't have a breathtaking early speed. So he might find himself in an awkward spot. If he does leave the likes of Miriam and Shadale on the rail, finding clear room, it's going to be tough to run him down. Third number two, Shadal, as I mentioned, pretty good beginner, but likes to shift off the track, which should play in Miriam's favour. And fourth number three, Slingshot Hammer, who was a winner uh, of the Group 3 race at Cranbourne last start. We saw he was very, very good, but I do think, again, with Shadal shifting off, that's going to impact Slingshot Hammer. He's probably best to miss the start and avoid Shadal getting off the track. So race eight, the free-for-all. It's a good race this I've gone one, seven, two, and three. One from seven, two, and three. Uh, we go over to race nine, take out five and nine. Number one, Dinah Zesty at 250. Blackjack Neo, 440. Down to the Panhandle Slim at 370. Aston Cometo, $4.40. Going number one, Dinah Zesty, who will start the favourite, I think does look hard to beat. Two starts back went 29.88 at the Meadows. So she's proved she's got what it takes to win um, at this sort of level. But the thing that I think uh, certainly plays most in her favour is the main dangers in, of this race who are probably as good as her, don't have a lot of early speed. She will capitalise on the draw, on the draw uh, from box one. Second number six, Aston Cometo, of course. He won at the Group uh, 3 St. Ledger at Warrigal last month. And he's got a, a massive motor this type. I know when he was making his coming through the ranks in the Meadows in his, in his maiden series, James Vandermark said this is a type who may be the next gun stayer on the rise. And look, the bloodlines say that as well. Sweet it is, um, produced this fella. And I think tonight, look, he doesn't have much speed, but he will be flashing late to the line. I'm just really keen uh, in time to see him step up to more ground. Third number four, Panhandle Slim, who burst onto the scene in Victoria two starts back in a heat um, at Cranbourne. He went 30 and 13, which is sharp. Uh, just... I guess asking if he if he is capable of improving a little bit more, given he is now in the Thompson Kennel. Um, it is a step up in class from where he was racing in South Australia here to Victoria. And fourth, number two, Blackjack Neo. I think a few others here have a little bit touch more class than him. We know he can run. He went 29.49 uh, in a speed star trial two Sundays back. So race nine, I've gone one, six, four and two. One from six, four, two, race nine. Um, we head over to race number 10. This over 5.15, nine and 10 are out. Uh, number three, King Cult, 380. 440, Leprechaun, Storm, Zipping Bomber, 380. And my boy, Regis, is at $4.20. Gone three on top here, King Cult. Now, I know he hasn't won for a while, but I think he, he returns to a draw where he can produce a good race. But the last time he was in a, an inside draw was in box two at Geelong, two starts back, where he was really good um, beating two lengths behind the Punga Bella. I just think if you can find the fence at some stage, uh, this is a sort of field that he can really... Um, really winning, I think. He's got Khaleesi's girl on his inside. He's got high speed. So I think there will be a bit of room on his inside to find his way to the fence. Second number five, at Leprechaun Storm. Now, I'm not convinced that she's at the peak of her powers, but the one thing that's heavily in her favour here is the ones 
on her inside and out. And Gearing Bale and Zipping Bomber don't have much speed at all. So she's going to get those clear few strides early to really do what she wants. Just a matter of where she's at, whether she can capitalise on that opportunity. Third number six, Zipping Bomber, as I just said, he's got not much early speed, but he's just so, so strong. So he will be hitting the line late. And fourth, number eight, Mybro Regis, who been a little bit stiff in his last two. He's led all the way and been beaten by Trit Trit and Blue Striker, who are both really elite sprinters. So uh, I think from eight, he doesn't look a type he's faultless, so he's got to begin well again for the third time straight. So race 10, I've gone three, five, six and eight. Three from five, six, eight. Uh, race number 11, take out nine and ten. We've got number one, Rocket Tears at six, five for Shockwave. 8.50, Dinah Terror. Uh, slingshot Whipper is at 2.30, and then you're looking at full tilt at 7.50. Going number five, Slingshot Whipper. The thing she's got high speed, went 507 in the first split last start, stiff to be beaten in 29.59. I think with him, um, it's obvious he's got the speed. I think with time, he is getting stronger. Uh, of course, we heard from uh, his owner, Jay Ferguson, on Talking Greyhounds on the weekend. Just with his fingers crossed that uh, he does convert with that strength over time. Second, number two, Shockwave, who often runs a place here at Sandown. I think she's got a good turn of foot uh, and does have good form from the box. Third, number six, Wilburn, who looks stalked the leaders last week uh, in the last race of the night. I just think there's a worry for him on his outside with Alonzo Mornay. He does like to find the rail. And fourth, number one, at Rocketeers, who's got good form from the draw. Just not a lot that stands out in the form guide, but I think probably a danger in the race that we should be wary of. So race 11, I've gone 5-2-6-1. 5-2-6-1 at the boxes. So quick look through race 12. Yeah, six, one, three, and seven. Six on top, Oakvale Warrior. I just think he's an improver. Uh, in the next month or two, will go a bit better. Second number one at Duke of Burnley. I think he's drawn pretty well. Third number three, Sybil Cover. High speed. Just not sure if he's got all the strength. And fourth number seven, Duana Express, Express, who's uh, as consistent as they get. So six, one, three, and seven. The last. And what's your best? Well, I know the value bet, so I'm going to make up with it, make up for it with two best bets. So race three, number three, Zipping Dancer. I just hope she gets those uh, clear few strides to really get going. And also race seven, number one, Alabar. So race three, number three, and race seven, number one, on what looks to be a really good card of racing. Definitely. Thank you for that, Jason. I set it sail. He's the first. Playing at the Sale Greys for the first of 12 here on the program.